welcome to the Plugin for More podcast brought to you by EV Universe. EV Universe is your one-stop shop for all things related to the electric vehicle. Here on this podcast, our goal is to educate, to inspire, and to hopefully make your transition into the electric vehicle marketplace a lot less intimidating. The goal for this episode of the podcast is to introduce ourselves and explain our passion for electric vehicles. We hope you enjoy the show. My name is Bryant. I'm in northern Michigan, and I currently uh, work for Haggerty, so collector car company. And so that's my background. I've been at that company about 17 years. Um, before that, I had always been a car enthusiast because my dad grew up in Detroit, and he, obviously on in, in Woodward Avenue and drag racing and all of that type of culture was out of hear stories about it. And then we'd start going to car shows when I was, when I was little and I'd hear stories about, you know, so my dad's first car, for example, GT 500, whose first car is a GT 500. That's in crazy cool car to have as a first car, but he got taken away after two weeks of ownership because his dad thought he was going to kill himself. So I should actually thank my grandpa that I'm alive because it's probably smart. So he took away <laughs> That's his GT500, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so then then he got into more of like the sleeper cars, and so he would start doing Chevelles, but they would put you know modifications in the engines and drop you know crazy stuff in. That was my background growing up. I always hear about cars, and um, so that's kind of where where my angles come into the enthusiast space is being involved the last 17 years in the classic car space, and then now into collector car space. And uh, I think there's a golden age happening right now, not seen since the muscle car era of all these really cool, fun to drive cars coming out. Right now, they're with um, gas engines, ice engines, internal combustion engines. But we're seeing in the next two to three years, I think, they switch over to electric vehicles. And that's going to own the marketplace. And that's going to be the new enthusiast vehicles. And that's going to be the new fun to drive vehicles. So that's what's super interesting to me is kind of getting into it from a different perspective of not just driving for a daily transportation, but driving for fun, driving for escape, driving to spend some time with maybe your sibling, maybe it's your friend, maybe it's your daughter, maybe it's your dad. It's just a, a fun get out and drive. So that's where my angle comes into this. You know, my name is Mike, originally from Michigan as well, grew up right near the both of you. And, um, you know, the founder of EV Universe. And really the reason I wanted to, to start this company is because of my background and being an enthusiast as well. And as you both know, um, I got my first speeding ticket in Northern Michigan and have been sort of causing trouble ever since in some way, shape or form with, with vehicles. And even when I was a little kid, you couldn't rip a Hot Wheel out of my hand. And that was really a big thing for me. And it's something I've been essentially addicted to since I was two or three years old. And I, you know, I've done different things with my career being a pharmacist and entrepreneur, but end of the day, everything that I think about outside of, you know, family and friends is, is cars. And over the last few years really started getting not only more environmentally conscious, but also had a lot of fun with EVs and just this, just acceleration and frankly got addicted to the feeling of stopping on the accelerator and feeling that instant torque and how much different it is than an internal combustion engine. And for me, when, you, when you're able to feel that rush immediately, it's a lot more satisfying than having to do that on a highway at 70, 80, 90 miles an hour, which is you're getting into illegal territory very, very quickly. And that's not something I'm, I'm for. And so I love having fun with cars, but I also don't want to get 
myself or anyone else hurt or, you know, cause any problems. And so for me, the instant acceleration was a ton of fun. And also bringing in people that don't really know much about electric vehicles and having them sit next to me and watching their, their reaction and hearing their reaction to that very quiet, but instant torque, instant acceleration was very, very fun. You know, it's almost like being on a, on a roller coaster ride. So for my background, um, really went from, you know, pharmacist, entrepreneur, um, to now to EV universe and finally fulfilling a lifelong dream to do something I really, really wanted to do. And, and by the way, uh, Mike's first ticket was going up a hill. So yeah. just say uh, that. Yep. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I tried to, uh, bury the needle. Where, where did that ticket happen at? Where, where exactly were you? Uh, was it Silver Lake? Silver Lake Road? So just the speed demon there in the 45 mile per hour zone. Yep. And I tried to bury a needle in a 91 Cadillac DeVille and I, I did it. <laughs> I forgot about that car. Yep. Oh, man. Yep. My name's Tom. Um, been a lifelong friend of Brian and Mike, and we all grew up and went to school in northern Michigan together. We've all gone our separate ways and, and come back around to this project and this idea, which I'm really excited about. I've always been a tech guy. I like gadgets. I like phones. I like TVs. And I really like cars. So I, I really like the idea of reducing my carbon footprint and trying to get to a spot where I can have wind power and solar power take care of the energy needs for my vehicle that I drive every day. Like that's exciting. And my journey on that is to hopefully to get to that point in the next couple of years to where I'm able to share that journey with other people to see that it's not scary, that it is pretty easy and it's going to be pretty fulfilling. You know, my background has been as a police officer in Northern Michigan for the last 16 years. I've driven a lot of cars. I've been a part of a lot of different things that doesn't exactly relate to electric vehicles, but it brings a unique perspective, a little bit more of the outside the box thinker on a handful of topics. So I, I hope to bring that as well. My first experience with electric vehicle was back in the first gen Tesla Roadster came out. So I was in upstate New York, in Saratoga Springs, and I was with the Mercedes 300 SL Club. Uh, those are those 50s Mercedes cars that the doors come open and they look like a gull wing. So that's their nickname is the gull wing. And at the time, these cars were going through a massive, and they still are, but they're going through a massive price increase. They're increasing every year. They were going from 500000 to seven hundred, and they were hitting a million. And so we were at a club tour, and we were driving up you know, in the fall on a beautiful tour, and Tesla brought their new Roadster up. I think they were trying to sell it. At the, t at the time, they were thinking about, you know what, people that have enough money might want this. Definitely the wrong audience because a lot of these people that own these cars are older and they definitely had a, a, an adverse reaction, almost an allergic reaction to having the Tesla with them. So Tesla gave a spiel and then no one wanted to drive it. So I was like, I will drive it. <laughs> I will I will absolutely drive it because it looks cool. It's based on Lotus, right? Right. Yep. And uh, so my first experience was going through the upstate in New York Hills through the, through the country, following a bunch of million dollar Mercedes and this the little tiny Tesla Roadster and obviously just absolutely killing them on the corners and killing them on the straightaways is but was twice as fast as, as these is these cars. And I had a really fun time with it. Um, it was ironic at the time, thinking back, because when we got to the hotel for the evening, it was one of the kind of like a two day tour. So you you drive maybe two, three hundred miles and then you stop for the night have dinner and do the same thing the next day. So we we're definitely extending the range of the roadsters as, as you know, far as it possibly go. So it definitely needed to charge overnight 
I remember um, having the Tesla guy run up to the second story laundry room and run a huge, I don't know how long, maybe 100, 200 foot, at least probably 200 foot cable to um, plug into the 220 at the uh, at the laundry facility. And that's how he charged the car overnight. And uh, at the time, I was just thinking, you know, there's no way this car, this technology right here is ready for mainstream. So the, anyway, that was my first experience. And it was really interesting. Cool. Awesome. My first experience with electric vehicles was back in, ooh, I want to say 2015, 2014, somewhere in that range. One of my good friends came to town. This was in, in Raleigh, uh, North Carolina. Flew into town and wanted to test drive a Tesla. And they have a dealership very, very close to my house. And um, I've always liked Tesla. I, for a while, I wasn't sure which one was going to take off, a Fisker or Tesla. I think we all know how that bared out. But I met up with my friend at the dealership. And we took out a, um, I think it was a 2014 P85D, which at the time was the, the fastest kind of the big dog of the of the Tesla world. And that was the first time they were, um, you know, sub four second, zero to 60 times. And with that particular car, I think it was 3.2, somewhere in that range. And um, so we took it out near the airport with in the with the salesman and we stopped and there's a you know, desolate road. And he's like, are you guys ready? Yeah, yeah, we're ready. We're ready. Okay. And just stomp on it. I'm like, just, you know, ease into it or you really want us to stomp on it? Yep. Yep. Definitely stomp on it. So we did and we each took turns. But when you take that accelerator and you stomp on it versus just roll into it, it, the batter or the, excuse me, the computer um, does something different. I'm not sure exactly how to describe what it is as far as it gives, you know, more electricity or what it does with the motors, but there's there's a huge difference. And so when you really just stomp on it, it throws you back in the back of your seat. And I think both of you have experienced that now. But for me, coming from, I think at the time I had a um, 535 BMW with a five-speed manual, and it was tuned. I think it was running about 400 horsepower, 450, somewhere in that range. So definitely a fast car, but nothing to the same extent as that Tesla. And when I hit that, um, both of us were just pushed in the back of our seat and a little disoriented because we'd never been anything quite that fast before. And um, that was my first experience with it. It wasn't that long of a test drive. I think it was a total of you know 30 minutes or so. But we got to see the technology, the massive screen, which back in the day everyone talked about. Now it's kind of an afterthought because all the different manufacturers are, are looking into those. But at the time, that was something very, very neat, very cool. Um, and do that in such a large vehicle too was was quite um, mind boggling, and so that was kind of the start of my journey and something I have never forgotten. And ended up buying a 2015 P85D because of that um, initial memory. And I love those particular seats versus some of the newer ones, and um, it just it fit everything I wanted. So um, I really held on to that memory. And you liked the car so much, you just had to crash it too. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, I, I, I did. And that, <laughs> that, that was, uh, was it two weeks ago now, two and a half. And, um, and that woman just took off just on, off that corner in front of me. I thought she had gone, made, made her way. And I just, you know, instead of, uh, looking right where she had been, I, I looked left and just rear ended her a little bit. So unfortunately that's, 
about ten thousand dollars worth of damage that's still getting fixed but that should be fixed anytime soon wait you you rear-ended her a little bit just like someone gets a little bit pregnant yep pretty much pretty much just a just little a, bit just a little bit of ten thousand damage you know yeah i mean it's not much it's just got both headlights um it it was grinding while i was driving it had to be towed because i damaged it yeah so just a little a little um but but it was uh we'll see what the insurance says i just say you were you were testing the acceleration out pretty good though so potentially <laughs> potentially from a stop yes there is a video that exists someplace of Mike trying to drive his dad's supercharged minivan one day and racing a car on South Airport Road that is pretty fantastic. Except for it's nice. not supercharged and it was spinning in a in, in the rain and it was quite embarrassing. And Tom did a very nice montage of, um, let's see, a speedometer and you know the the red light to green and all the fun stuff that he probably spent hours and hours making back in the day to make fun of me. For no, I mean, absolutely no other purpose than just to make fun of me. My first exposure to a Tesla um, probably was like the, the, the Detroit Auto Show. I usually go to the Auto Show every year. I like going and seeing the new cars and the, the concepts. And at the time, the Tesla was pretty new, but I had never seen one in the wild. I'd only seen it at car shows and was always surrounded by people. And um, fast forward to probably 2014, 2015, I'm working as a police officer. I'm on a midnight shift. And our dispatch center gets a phone call from somebody who says that their Tesla has been stolen. This person who lives out of state um, got a notification on his phone that his Tesla was moving and it was driving. And he was able to track the location on this car as it was driving around. And to his knowledge, that car should not be out driving around. So granted, he assumes it's stolen. He's able to relay that information to our dispatch center. They put it out over the radio. We're able to find it, get behind it, and pull it over. The backstory is it was the guy's adult daughter who was somewhat estranged, got drunk, went to dad's summer house, stole dad's Tesla, and basically was just out joyriding in it without permission. So she gets arrested for stealing the car and drunk driving, and she goes to jail. The owner of the car, though, didn't want his vehicle towed. He was worried that the tow companies wouldn't know what to do and was afraid that his you know nice Tesla was going to get damaged. So he asked that we just drive it to our police station to make sure that it's safe, which, of course, I'm happy to oblige because I've never driven a Tesla. This is really exciting. So I do. And the one thing that I noticed about it immediately with driving is just how quiet it was. And I didn't get on it real hard, even like the story that you guys have told about mashing the pedal because I knew that he was watching on his phone. <laughs> like I, I knew that if I did that and like really re and really ragged on it, that I might get in trouble because he'd know. But I got in a little bit and and went for it. And I just just still remember that feeling of all you hear is the tires gripping the road and nothing else. Just silence. And it's just it was really cool. Um, and that experience I probably won't forget. That's going to be all for today's episode of the Plug In For More podcast. We appreciate your time. We appreciate your listening. And we really hope that you're going to get something out of this podcast as we move forward. Because we're all brand new at this, we would appreciate your feedback and comments. Just don't be mean. Have a great day.